wicked, wicked fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. G'day everyone, Lauren Cress, the business scientist here. I apologize for the lateness of today's episode. It's uh, I decided to do a live one and I've been sort of struggling with exactly how to approach this, how to approach this show and, and what to say. Um, what I've decided to do with today's show and I'm going to do my best to explain why I actually think this is relevant for this particular show, which is about business and entrepreneurship, is I want to I want to I want to use this platform as an opportunity to amplify some of the voices that have been speaking out in relation to what we quote unquote celebrate on the 26th of January which is which is a day that has become an op- an opportunity for us to mourn what actually took place on the 26th of January in 1788 with the arrival of the first fleet at Port Jackson in New South Wales and the raising of the British flag at Sydney Cove by Arthur Phillip It's a difficult topic for me to talk about in some ways because I am not indigenous and in the spirit of reconciliation, before we continue, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples living and working on the land, the land that always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So I guess before I continue, I want to contextualise this a little bit. I want to contextualise why am I talking about this on a show about branding? I want to talk about why I think this is important for me to do and it it actually kind of all ties into the same thing. So I'm a big believer in like sort of practising what you preach, although, God, I hope people don't see me (laughs) as preaching. (laughs) But like part of the opportunity that, that we have as we grow our reputation is to shine a light on things that matter. And inspire those around us, those that are in our community, our own community, to take action about the things that matter. And it's actually kind of what I think is the most interesting and the most important about growing our brand. So as a lot of you would know if you've been listening to this show for a while, you'll know that like I'm not particularly passionate about the whole like grow your brand to make money thing in the sense of like grow your brand so you can like buy a Lamborghini one day. Like that doesn't, I don't find that motivating. I know a lot of people here don't find that motivating. What I think is really exciting is that when we grow our reputation, when we grow our brand, we have influence, we have the ability to impact the world in a positive way. And We've spent the last year looking at a lot of things about how we can grow our brand and get people to act, how we can understand people's behaviour so that we can influence that behaviour. And I was reflecting on this recently with one of my friends who's actually been on the show before, Catherine Zaharias, who is a brand expert. 
and we were talking about the skill set that brand managers have, that advertisers have, that marketers have, that entrepreneurs have with their ability to lead, with the ability to inspire others, with their ability to motivate the masses. And I actually think that we're in this unique position to turn our attention towards helping people take positive action rather than turning people's attention towards buying something they don't need. And this was a theme that Holly and I sort of touched on in the last episode when we talked about this idea of manufacturing a need when there isn't one. So I think that as I'm like, I guess especially this last month where I've had a bit of time to think and sort of contemplate more about myself and what I believe in and what I think I should be doing, I really want to turn my attention more and more towards how we can use brand building for good, how we can use this skill set to make the difference that we want to see in the world and move away from talking about this in relation to just building any business. I want to talk about it in terms of how we innovate, how we inspire. And because of all of that, I'm like, it starts with me, right? Like I want to be an example of that. And having this sort of like schedule where I'm basically like I've got a podcast that is meant to be going out today on a day where there is pain and mourning but also opportunity for change. How do I want to show up today? What do I want to say? I'm I'm taking the time to make a podcast that goes out to the people who listen to me. What do I want to say to you today? You know, how can we how can we collaborate on this? How can our minds meet together and think about what we can do here? And I actually think this is sort of a branding exercise in a way, but not in sort of like a, oh, like I'm going to use this as an opportunity to grow my audience. That's not how I see it. I see it as in like, I've got this opportunity. I have this platform and I, and I'm, I'm very lucky. I'm very privileged. I'm in a fortunate position. So how do I want to show up? And where I got to with this and I kind of have been reading, you know, I I guess like one thing that I'm really learning to do more and more is like when I don't know the answers to this, I probably should turn to the people who actually need help and see what they're asking for. And I came across this article in the Sydney Morning Herald by Mariki Onis. Uh, The article title, and I'll put the link in the show description, is On Invasion Day, Our Calls for Justice Will Not Be Silenced. Mariki uh, describes at the beginning of the article that she's a 33-year-old Aboriginal woman who lives in Melbourne and for the past five years um, she's been organising Indigenous rights rallies, including rallies on Invasion Day. And actually reading this really helped me kind of understand a little bit more about what I can do and how I can help. And what Mariki asks of us in this article is she says, Abolish Australia Day until we find something worth celebrating. Maybe after we have had our post-colonial moment here in this country when Australia comes to terms with its violent past. We march against what the day represents, not so much the date, but the white nationalism, racism and the ongoing colonial project that is destroying our country and killing our people. This is the reality of the Australia we live in. 
This is an important point for any settler allies who plan to attend Invasion Day events. If you participate, and I hope you do, join us in our calls for justice and help amplify our voices. But don't confuse our calls for justice for calls for symbolism or token gestures. We aren't here for a one-word change in the anthem, a meaningless reform in the Constitution, or moving a celebration of invasion to another day. We are here for justice. We are here for Indigenous rights. And we are still here every day fighting for sovereignty to protect Indigenous people and our sacred lands. I will not be silenced and we are not going away. No matter what happens, the land beneath my feet always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So for me reading that, I was like, okay, I am not here to tell my own story about this. I'm here to say we need to listen. So I guess one thing that I'm asking myself today and one thing that I would encourage everyone listening to this to ask themselves is how can I how can I be a part of progress like inaction not saying anything staying silent I don't think that's good enough and that was something I was really tempted to do today it's just like I'm just going to stay silent I'm just going to not say anything because there's lots of voices out there talking about this but when I thought about it more I was like you know what that's just not good enough it's actually not good enough. Like, and I think this is the thing for us as businesses and as brands, as and even you know, as a person of one who is building your brand, right? It's like, what are you going to be proud of? How like, and oh, actually, this reminds me of another article that I wanted to talk about, which again, I will show, I will share the um, I will share the link in the show notes about, and this one is from the Guardian. So this article is titled, If Your Child Asks Why Australia is Celebrating a Day of Invasion, What Will You Tell Them? And it's by Amy McGuire for Indigenous X. And one of the things that struck me that she says in this article, and actually is the pull-out quote as well for the article, is every 26th of January, Australia tells us to forget and to move on or be co-opted or assimilated into quote-unquote celebrations. We wanted to contrast Australian displays of amnesia with Aboriginal ways of remembering. This is what occurs in every First Nations community on this day. It may come in the form of protests and rallies, or it could come in the form of a grandmother telling their grandchildren about the truth of this country. This is where truth-telling is actually happening at the ground level, and it is happening first and foremost with black families. Amy concludes the article by saying, The questions asked by adults on this day are often loaded and convoluted, but sometimes the simple questions are the most important. This 26th of January, if your child asks you, why are we celebrating a day that represents an invasion, what will you tell them? And I think that's kind of that's kind of the question that I'm asking myself. Like, why are we doing this? Like, why actually are we stuck doing this? You know, and I, I saw something and I didn't look at it, but I did see that, you know, there's this thing about our Prime Minister saying, like, oh, we've moved beyond that. But it's like, well, have we? Like, Really? Because if we have like, why is this Why is this a day of celebration? I think that is, it's really inhumane. So one thing that I'm kind of wondering about is like, what's the resistance? 
you know, what's the resistance to acknowledging that this is pretty fucked up? What we're doing is pretty fucked up and we're doing it every year. And I think, I think part of the answer to that is that our brains don't like change and we don't want to necessarily be the person in our community that stands up and says something. This is something that actually I struggle with a lot with like I have members of my family who are extremely right-wing and insensitive when it comes to this stuff and I really struggle to figure out how to talk to them about this. I think it can be so much easier to have these conversations with people who think the same and I think where we can each make a difference is doing the hard work of trying to understand what's going on for the other, what's going on for people who aren't in support of acknowledging the British literally said they called Australia terra nullius, nobody's land, that is Latin for nobody's land, and took it. And there are people in Australia who still can't acknowledge that that's a fucked up thing that we celebrate that. Yes, we're here. We have settled in Australia. But to not acknowledge what has happened, to not acknowledge how fucked up that was, to defend that just seems bizarre in 2021. It seems really bizarre. So I'm finding it really interesting to hear about and learn about and use this day to learn about what Indigenous people of this country are saying about today. I mean, I'm finding it fascinating to listen, to really listen and to start asking myself those questions of like, okay, what can I do? What would you like me to do? And I guess this podcast episode is, I I hope, my goal for this, my goal for this and I hope I, I achieve this today is to encourage you to do the same thing like let's listen and maybe you already are maybe you're like Lauren yeah I know I am but if we make this a priority for us it's going to change the way that we show up in those little decisions that we make every day right so instead of being like you know of course I, I don't think we should be celebrating Australia Day and of course I understand that it's not just about changing the date it's so much more than that if we made this a priority how we show up if you made this a priority, what would that mean in terms of what we say at events? What will that mean in terms of what we write on our websites? What will that mean in terms of how we employ people? What will that mean in terms of what our brand stands for and what our brand recognises? What will that mean in terms of what we retweet? What will that mean in terms of the things that we do in our daily lives? And I think we get so much more direction and confidence to do something when we're just prepared to listen. What gave me the confidence to do this today was that I listened first, that I listened first and I looked for, okay, human to human, what can I do? And it doesn't, I I don't actually believe this has to be complicated. I don't think this has to be about grandstanding. I don't think this has to be making sure that our voice gets heard above other people's voices. I don't think it's any of that. I think it's in the little things. I'm, 
really on the, the theme this year of like the little things that we do really add up. So maybe, you know, after listening to this podcast, have a look at Twitter, have a look at some of the things that Indigenous people in the Australian community have talked about. Have a listen, read an article, you know. Um, I found it really inspiring and really exciting to look into this, to understand a little bit more about why Invasion Day protests are so important. And and what I also found was that I just wasn't interested at all in what our government had to say. I actually was like really not interested in what our government had to say because I was like Australia Day is still a public holiday. Australia Day is still being quote-unquote celebrated. I don't care what you have to say because the action hasn't been taken. Action hasn't been taken so I don't care. I'm not going to listen. I want to listen to the people that we're not listening to. I want to listen to the people who are asking for this change, who are asking for a little bit of humanity, who are asking for compassion, who are asking for understanding, who are asking to be heard. Let's. How about we just listen? So I'm not going to take up any more time. I don't want to take up space in this except to say, if you take away one thing from this today, just go and have a look at what the Indigenous community is asking from you. We are being invited to help. We're being invited to help. So how about we just do that? You're going to be hearing more political stuff from me. You're going to be seeing a little bit more of me this year. It's going to be a bit more raw. And I invite you to come on this journey with me and I invite you to think about this for yourself as well. I Like I said before, for me, this is about is sort of like living out the things that I'm talking about, right? Um, for me, you know, right now I'm going through some really difficult stuff in my personal life and I think that's actually made me grow a lot as a person and as a result think about where I want this show to go, think about what I want my content to look like. And some of this is pretty experimental, some of this is new, uh, some of this, you know, some of you might not like. I want your feedback. I want to know what you think. I want to know. I want to know how this is received by you. You are my listeners. You are my audience. You are my priority. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to pander. I don't want to be like, great, I've got this audience now, and I'm just, I'm not going to challenge. I'm just going to, I'm not going to challenge. I'm not going to vote. I'm vote. I'm not going to confront. I'm not going to talk about things that are difficult because I've got this audience and I want to keep them. One, I actually think that's very disinteresting for an audience anyway. Um, but two, I, I just wouldn't have integrity. So for that reason, I've actually decided business-wise that I'm going to move away from taking on clients at the moment. I actually think it's a bit of a conflict of interest. I want to really double down on the content that I'm creating. I want to really double down on making this show better. And like I said, it's a journey and I'm all open to suggestions when it comes to making this better for you. So please get in contact with me. You can tweet with me at laurencress89. You can message me on LinkedIn. All those things that you can do will be in the show notes. Also, I um, am a YouTuber. So if you prefer video content, you can also follow my YouTube channel. The content I'm doing on YouTube is um, a bit different. I'm sort of taking, sometimes I'm taking audio clips from what I'm doing on the the podcast and sort of turning them into like whiteboard videos um but there'll be other things that i'm doing this year as well so please come and subscribe to my channel on youtube as well uh i hope you have a fantastic week it's been great to speak with you again 
And until next time, remember that sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. We're thinking Geico offers claim service 24-7 with personalized attention from an assigned team. Geico offers claim service? Um, I-, I wasn't thinking that. We think it and it becomes our reality. So, uh, what about washboard abs? Let's give it a go. Think really hard. Okay, abs, abs, abs. Yep, abs. keep thinking. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com.